Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. Hi, it's Paul. I'm your host today and it looks like I'm going to be flying solo this uh, evening as we talk about all of the international rugby that uh, happened last weekend as well as look forward to uh, the final round of um, international games uh, coming up next weekend um, as well. I um, hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Um, I uh, got to see plenty of rugby but most of it was admittedly um club club rugby rather than uh, uh, necessarily the international stuff i got down to um why he bees um semi-final against thames uh, i drove the van uh, there for the boys so they could have a drink after the game i was videoing um the game for them and uh, they also had their court session when we got back to the uh, club rooms and got invited into that as well. So that was a good fun. I uh, didn't throw up, so I think that was a, a definitely a successful um, court session for me, uh, not necessarily for some of the others. And my charge um, was around those who weren't wearing club kit, so I got them to drink um, because of that. Talking of drinks, um, I'm on the uh, Moa um, Hazy Pale Ale this evening. That's what I'm going to kick off with anyway. Um, so uh, uh, as it's a solo show, and for those of you what, um, listening on the old podcast, if it goes quiet, that's because I'm having a drink. And you know what? Those of you watching the video on uh, YouTube, Facebook or Twitter, which obviously comes out at 8 p.m. every Monday evening, New Zealand time, that is, it'll also go quiet for you, but at least you can see me um, drinking the beer um, at that time. Good evening in the live chat to uh, Simon Hughes. And uh, yes, definitely um, we'll um, uh, get on to uh, talking about some um, uh, Georgia's game uh, against uh, Italy, um, which was one of uh, several historic games uh, this uh, last weekend. I must admit, I did miss that uh, Namibia had qualified for the World Cup, so congratulations to um, Namibia um, on their uh, qualification, joining the same group as the All Blacks. So, uh, yeah, good luck to them uh, in that one. Um, so, yes, a big weekend. Of rugby. Oh, yeah, and then after, the, um, after what was obviously a late night on Saturday, um, after that court session, obviously got to watch uh, the um, All Blacks Island and most of uh, Australia, England, but obviously a bit of a blur, a bit, 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 bit of a uh, 
a drunken haze with some of it, but um, I have gone through and uh, re-watched some of the games, so don't worry about that. Um, I got down to Nartia for, to watch um, Waihe College um, take on uh, Mercury Bay Area College um, uh, and the uh, first 15 for the Thames Valley area um, with um, Waihe um, winning um, that one. Um, so a good weekend of um, of club rugby uh, that I got to. Also, Stephen Harris was up in Northland for their club. It was their club finals day um, for Thames Valley. That's next weekend. Uh, and he did a whole bunch of post-match interviews. Um, so check out those and also post-match uh, video of the uh, winning team's hacker. So head over to the New Zealand Sport Radio um, to um, watch um, uh, to watch uh, that that one there. Um, hey, LB over there. He's, see, he's not too worried about the uh, box game, um, but we will get on to that one um, later. So the weekend um, kicked off from an international point of view anyway um, with uh, Japan um, facing France. Uh, obviously, a lot of these games um, being um, backups of the games from or, um, from from last weekend. France again came out victors, fifteen to twenty. Uh, look, showing the depth that France has got uh, at the moment. Because obviously, still missing some of those players who were part of the top fourteen finals. It's not a fully full strength French side, um, but um, well done to them with a perfect kicking record um, by the looks of it um, from uh, their kickers um, on um, that one. Um, the uh, in, in the live chat, um, Robbie um, Reese Daly wants to ask, uh, did I um, did I play rugby back in the day? Uh, I gave up when I was about 13, I'll be honest. Um, but uh, at the age of 48, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I'll make my club debut next season for the Bees here in Waihe if I get a good season of off-training. Uh, I'll learn the whole core and uh, neck muscles part of thing um, so I don't get broken on um, the first um, tackle back, but uh, or first tackle ever. Um, but yeah, tempted to try and get uh, one game in um, next season, but we'll see about uh, that one and how uh, that all um, goes. Um, so congratulations to France with that one. And as Nocturnal Rights says in the uh, live, live chat, that means that France go to number one in the world rankings. And from memory, that is the first time they have ever been at number one in the world rankings. So fantastic um, for France there um, on that one. Um, so uh, congratulate uh, so so great work um, for France they who have built in that depth there um as um Simon points out yeah it was a try in that last um uh the try and conversion that last 10 minutes to go um, which took the lead for France we'll move on for them from that one and the next game up was um the um actually no because there, there was there was some um the Pacific Island games aren't listed um on the page that I'm looking at which is um uh um, poor show by me. So we'll come back uh, to um, the Pacific Nations Cup games um, at uh, the end because I've not got the results up on my screen. Um, but New Zealand um, then took on to um, took on Ireland uh, in this one, uh, losing the game at 12 to 23. Ireland picking up their first ever victory over New Zealand in New Zealand. So congratulations to them. Um, unlike a bunch of the media reporters, it's not some. Um, Ireland's first win in New Zealand because obviously they won games during the Rugby World Cup, but um, it's their first time they've beaten New Zealand in New Zealand. So congratulations to them. I predicted this was going to happen last weekend at Eden Park, but no, it didn't. It happened um, down there in Forsyth Bar instead. Interesting listening to the, oh, and I've gone blank again, um, uh, one of the Irish rugby podcasts, um, uh, one that I was on the only, the, only the, 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 uh, um, uh, the other week, uh, which is really why it's very embarrassing. That I can't remember the name of the podcast now. Um, but um, 
the uh, harping on rugby. Thank you. That's the one. Um, so um, was uh, was 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 uh, was that one? Um, listening to them, and as LB says, Ireland are crazy, are scary with ball in hand. And one of the things on that harping on rugby podcast by the review from them was talking that um, about how they played too much rugby in the rain at Eden Park. Um, however, uh, obviously down in Forsyth Bar, it's an indoor stadium, so the weather conditions from that point of view. Um, isn't uh, uh, is, is, uh, isn't a problem, and perhaps that helped them out um, this weekend. And the fact the better conditions um, that they were um, playing in uh, the, uh, but I think to me also what we saw, or what I saw um, particularly in that Eden Park was how the New Zealand defence really rattled and unsettled um, Ireland um, up at Eden Park. We did not see that um, at the weekend. There's been some very good. Um, uh, analysis by um, um, Brett Ego, I-G-O-E, um, which is um, Brett um, Rug Analyst on uh, Twitter, um, where he shows you how the um, Irish Island attack really targeted um, the front row players in the defensive line. It's a real, um, real good working over that those players um, got. Looking at some um, the stats on that, um, each of the, uh, uh, the starting forwards, um, all missed two tackles, so Bauer, Taylor and Tuangafasi. Um, and then um, also Ross coming off the bench also missed a tackle. So that's seven missed tackles by the front row of the All Blacks out of 12 missed tackles by the whole team. So over half of the missed tackles there um, were, by the, um, were by the front row players uh, who were, I say, targeted by that um, island tax of so great coaching, um, a great, awareness, great awareness of who's in front of you and when to uh, uh, and when to go at the line uh, in, in that kind of sense. So well done to there. Um, LB pointing out saying New Zealand discipline was shocking. Well, New Zealand gave up the same number of penalties as they did last weekend. Um, I think it was maybe it was one more. So it was pretty similar to last weekend. Um, that was the same 14 14. Um, Ireland gave up as many penalties um, as. Um, in New Zealand did. But the big difference this time was Ireland actually kicked their penalties, whereas last weekend up at Eden Park, they didn't take one single chance at goal. Remember, they got held up over the line quite a lot of times. Um, but uh, this time, Ireland kicked their penalties uh, and uh, it finished 12 to 23, but both sides scored two tries. Um, so there you go. You can see that that kicking at posts was the difference. Um, nine points from the penalties and then two more from a uh, conversion because New Zealand missed one of their conversions gives you that uh, uh, the, the 11 point margin. So, yeah, different point from there. Um, a, uh, a couple of cards in this was one that I think were um, considered uh, to be uh, controversial. Obviously, the first up, the yellow for Lester uh, Bayanuku, um when he was uh, into Mac Mason, uh, who had just kicked the ball. And people will go, well, what was he supposed to do? How can he move once he's jumped to block it? Sorry, if you're going to jump and jump into where the player is, uh, if you don't get the ball, even if you do get the ball, you're going to be, there's a good chance you're going to be um, in trouble. Um, so um, you've got to say, for me, I've got no problems with that yellow card um, whatsoever um, in that one. And then the um, red um, card as well. Uh, look, he stepped into the player. Um, and as soon as you do that, um, you it's uh, it no longer becomes a uh, or change of direction cannot be a, a, an issue because you've stepped in to make that tackle. 
Um, was he ready to step into it? Probably not. Was it semi-instinctual? Semi sure, pop it was. But he's got to get down if he does that. Um, and uh, that is a red card um, for me. And I've got no problems with the uh, with the cards that were uh, handed out. LB suggesting that the uh, Sfarnu could, could one could be in red as well. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that, could, that one could also have been red, but uh, they're definitely both um, both were cards. So um, New Zealand, yeah, has got no uh, yeah no, no position to um, uh, to complain on those um, uh, on those counts uh, in this one. Um, I thought the kick through for the try by Bowden Barrett was showed uh, very good awareness and was uh, was particularly good. So um, happy for him uh, uh, to do um, that. Um, and um, so yeah, so that was uh, basically um, Ireland beating New Zealand with four tries scored in the game compared to nine tries scored um, last weekend. And that's going to be a running theme that you're going to hear um, across these games where obviously last weekend we had all four games being won by the rugby championship sides this weekend uh, it was the uh, polar opposite with all four games being won by the six nation sides um, but uh, that um, the uh, the less of the um uh what do you call what's, what's the word actually less of the less tries scored um than uh, than the previous um weekend um on that one um, there was also some problems around figuring out um, which players and who should be on the pitch, who wasn't on the pitch with Ardi Surveyor, um, having to be um, removed as well. Um, look, the, the, the laws of the game are too complex. We need to sort them out and simplify them. We can't have those sort of problems happening. You really should not be... Um, I mean, one of the things that uh, I think I talked about after the Maori All Blacks game against Ireland, where I got to see uh, the, the team list, one of the things that Ireland, that Ireland specifically did was name extra replacements for their front row players. So they had three options rather than just the normal two. Um, essentially, one of the props um, was down as a, uh, a tight head, loose head and um, hooker. So he could replace any of those people if needed, if they had to get that third player on the pitch, which is exact, which is what kind of where New Zealand got to when um, they uh, sort of had was injured, a red card injured or, or red card, yellow card, um, either way. Um, the uh, when they had to when they could the second player um, couldn't be there. So for me, um, uh, that was um, uh, that that was that that, that was a, a, a big a problem for the, uh, uh, New Zealand not being aware of this for that one. New Zealand played with fifty men fifty minutes after the red. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I'll be uh, I'd be surprised if it's um, if it was true. Um, but. Um, Ireland specifically got themselves that, so they didn't go down to 13 or didn't lose, lose the extra player. Um, so clearly, that was a problem for um, New Zealand, uh, and they, they should not have um, uh, sort of put them. They could have they could have stopped themselves being in that situation. I think um, on that one. Um, so yeah, congratulations to 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 Ireland, first ever win over New Zealand in New Zealand. Um, fantastic for them. Going on to this last game in Wellington. Wow, apparently a location that New Zealand does not have the best record in. Um, so, uh, yeah, could the could Ireland go one step further and um, get themselves a series win? One thing I would say, though, here is um, I don't agree with Johnny Sexton being on the pitch for this game. After he got that head knock, uh, half he missed his, lost his first HIA um, last weekend. Sure, he passed his second and third one, which, um, which means he's allowed to come onto the pitch. Um, if you look at what, uh, how England... Uh, sent Curry home and said, no, no more for you. Um, similar thing, Wales doing this, doing the similar thing with one of their players. Um, look, to, to me, 
Sexton, who's had a, I think it was like a six-month break from it when he was playing in France because he had so many concussions. Sexton should not have been on this pitch, and you do have to worry as to what his uh, brain is going to be like and what his post, um, post-career post lifestyle is going to be like. Um, so to me, yeah, not happy um, with, um, uh, with him playing uh, in that game um, from a player welfare um, point of view. Um, and now that's been made, let's move on then to um, Australia versus um, England, a game where, let's be honest, look, Australia won last weekend despite a red card, um, 14 on 15. So I really did wonder how England were, um, uh, were going to um, be able to step up here. Suncorp, also a place where um, the um, Wallabies um, had... Um, What's the uh, had a ten game winning streak coming in to um, this uh, this game, um, and so you've got to say uh, Australia. You know when the, when people were predicting them, um, you've got to say uh, I think we, we all we all had the right prediction. Um, just England um, stepped up and showed us that uh, this was wrong from a predictions point of view. I had a shocker this weekend to be honest with you, folks. Um, I only got two out of nine right um, on the old Super Brew. That being the Samoa game and the uh, Samoa Tonga and the Japan France game, um, but uh, um, there you go. This though, um, a bit like that new, the uh, New Zealand Island game, that the fact that it was won um, with uh, kicking rather than tries, and same again here for this one. Um, Australia scored two tries, England only scored one try. That try on five minutes, so a really good start for them. And then Farrell with six from seven from the boot on, on penalties. Um, won this one at 17 to 25. Um, so six tries scored last weekend, only three um, in this one. Again, half number of tries uh, and England, uh, yeah, using scoreboard pressure, using the boot um, and uh, to, um, uh, to to win this game. So still uh, got to be um, some concerns for England when it comes to World Cup time um, around their ability to score tries, um, to be honest with you. Uh, that's, um, yes, uh, they forced all the penalties within kicking range, um, 16 penalties in all that Australia gave up. But still, um, the uh, worried um, about um, uh, about that one. Um, to be honest with you, um, so uh, the, a couple of um, yellow cards. This one for deliberate knocks at knock-ons. I know the commentary, you know, like oh, they, the Wallabies one wasn't a knock-on. Rubbish. Yes, it was. It was a deliberate knock-on. If you only put one hand to the ball and it goes forward. Um, in it, when, when you're blocking an opposition pass, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a deliberate knock-on, and uh, hence more than happy with um, both the yellow cards in this one um, as well. Um, to be honest with you, England's tackling only 78 percent missed um, missed 31 tackles, which is a monster amount. Um, so, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Um, the fact they managed to um, uh, to still win this one. Um, yep, yeah, that was uh, done in that first half, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, in the um, just two penalties kicked, just six points in that second half, but by being... Um, 19, getting those 19 points up. No, uh, 19-7 wasn't it at half time. Um, it was just too far back for um, the Wallabies um, to come um, on this one. Um, they uh, get lots of comments about um, uh, injury issues for um, the Wallabies. And look, that happens from time to time, but you're still going to step up uh, and um, play your games. Uh, injuries affect all teams. Um Let's be honest, and yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're having a bad run um, uh, for, for them, though. Um, so well done to England. Really did not um, see that uh, that one coming, um, but uh, I say still concerned around their lack of um, uh, yeah, the lack of scoring of tries. Talking about some um, lack of scoring tries, um, just one in this game um, between uh, South Africa um, and Wales. Wales also. Uh, just like Ireland, this was a, an historic game um, with them winning for the first time ever um, over South Africa in South Africa. Again, there's been a Rugby World Cup there, so I don't think it's probably I don't think it's their first ever win in South Africa, but the first ever win against the Springboks in um, South Africa um, down there. So uh, well done to them. Um, I mean, the uh, um, uh, the um, uh, the meters run all with um, all with South Africa um, and uh, the, the, the the stats with them, but South Africa couldn't get over the line, um, kicking four penalties and then Wales scoring a real nice um, try um, late on to, uh, to 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 get that one point win. Great kick by Gareth Anscombe um, to um, uh, to, uh, um, uh, to 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 get that one um, there. Johan, um, rugby going. Remember, we had a B team playing against Wales. Um, I don't agree with that one, to be honest with you. Um, it was a very changed team from the previous week with 14 changes to the run on 15. Um, but this is, but um, I would suggest Henri Pollard is actually your first choice in 10. Um, Peter Seftov Toy is your first choice um, seven or blindside flanker. Um, there are, so um, whilst, yes, it was a very changed team uh, since the previous weekend, I don't think this was. Uh, to, and then there was a lot of talk in the week leading up to this game about how it, by, South, by South African fans how this wasn't a um, a B team. I don't uh, agree um, that this was a B team uh, in this one. Um, LB um, puts uh, um, yeah mentioned that yeah, the, the ref's whistle was involved um, a lot in this game. Actually, um, with um, twenty three um, penalties. There were less penalties in this game than in the All Blacks versus Ireland game. Um, so uh, for, from that point of view, actually, uh, say not the most penalised game um, of the um, the weekend. Um, but uh, another one um, there, uh, the um, this one, Johan, um, 
uh, it was changed team. There were six debutant guys. Yeah, I'd say, um, but I say I, I agree there were lots of changes that were debutants in this one, but I don't think it was a fully B team um, by by any stretch um, on this one. LB also as the African uh, um, or Springbok supporter does does agree. Uh, the chemistry was a bit of an issue um, in this team, and we we uh, um, Wales did have the advantage of having yeah using a similar pardon me side. Um, to the um, the previous weekend. Uh, this obviously sets up the three box great for the Rugby World Cup, though. Um, having uh, sort of seen, given all these players and the kind of the experience, seen who can and cannot make it, who can, can or, can, or cannot be a, a test match animal, or at least can be players their first taste of it so they can experience it and get better at doing it. So, um, look, a one point loss for the spring box is not the end of the world um, by any stretch of uh, the imagination. Um, finally, then, from a uh, um, I know, sorry, uh, yeah. Finally, then, from a uh, um, rugby championship versus Six Nations point of view, um, Argentina, Scotland. Wow, Scotland really turned this round. Um, and uh, again, um, the um, didn't um, uh, again. I didn't see this one coming. Scotland really did up their. Um, uh, their, their attack, their running into gaps was absolutely um, fantastic from them, uh, and um, to to ra and racked up four tries, um, which means they scored more tries than uh, any of the other teams in these four games. Um, their Argentina just managed two penalties in that first half, uh, and hence the uh, um, uh, and, and hence uh, the I've oh, gone totally blank with what I was. Uh, I'm um, going to say, anyway, Scotland, great attack, hitting those holes, hitting those gaps, um, and uh, get yeah, very impressed with how they've turned things around. Still obviously missing players like Russell uh, and Hogg, who they um, left at home um, as well um, on that one. Um, so um, great uh, great response um, by Scotland. Not Scotland's first team, first win ever in Argentina, unlike Ireland against New Zealand, and also um, Wales against uh, sorry yeah well uh, Wales against um, South Africa in those um, uh, in those uh, in, in those in those countries um, so we turn around from a four wins for the uh, rugby, rugby championship teams to four wins for um, the Six Nations teams uh, and if we have a quick look at how that um, uh, lets things lines things up for next weekend um, as you can see. Here, we've got Australian versus England test series is one all. Um, sorry for those of you on the podcast. I put a list up of all of the um, of, all, of all the series we've got going. Um, New Zealand versus Ireland off test series is, is, is also at one all. As is Argentina, Scotland, as is South Africa, Wales. So th four test series at one all. The Maori All Blacks there, as you see, one nil. That game comes up tomorrow night. So I'll be interested in the second game there and how Ireland approach um, that game in particular. Um, Japan obviously uh, won there a series against Uruguay earlier and a 2-0 down against France um, in that one. Um, a game that um, I thought uh, that, 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 I, that I know is, is on, sh isn't actually on my list for some reason, um, but um, Georgia um, took on Italy um, and uh, won that game, but it's not been updated um, on the screen I'm looking at. So I'm going to jump over onto the um, Tribe Sports app uh, 
um, to get some those results because um, this was also one of the things I've been saying um, for a while now um, is uh, is that uh, Georgia has never beaten the Tier One nation. Well, that changed this weekend as they beat Italy twenty eight to nineteen. So congratulations to them. Uh, that's uh, that will definitely add to the calls for them to be included in the uh, Six Nations. Um, personally, I can't see um, that uh, changing, but um, anytime soon. But it will definitely add fuel to that, uh, and uh, definitely was needed. Twenty-eight nineteen there. Some other results: Uruguay lost to Romania twenty-two thirty, um, and Canada lost to Spain thirty-four fifty-seven um, on that one. So um, surprised by that loss um, by Canada too. Both teams not going through the World Cup, um, obviously. Um, talking of Rugby World Cup. Uh, as um, Simon told us that uh, Namibia um, have uh, qualified by beating Kenya. Uh, also, in the first leg between Chile and the USA, that finished 21-22. So the USA taking a one-point lead into the return fixture um, for that one, which is on Sunday, the 17th of July. So this coming Sunday, uh, that's uh, USA taking that one-point lead into their home um, side of that tie. So... Um, cracking set of um, results or of games coming up. Let's um, switch back then to um, the uh, um, Pacific Nations Cup that, uh, that uh, as, I, as I said, I'll, I'll deal with afterwards. Um, Samoa took on Tonga, beat them 34-18. Look, I've not seen this one, but I know Tonga's problem last weekend was that, that front was, was a scrum and not having the platform for those wonderful backs. Um, wouldn't surprise me if that was a big part of that again. Uh, a bit surprised to see Fiji coming up short against Australia A, 18 to 32. Again, sorry, I've not seen um, that um, that game. So um, a big win. Uh, obviously, think things looking good from that point of view for Australia. Getting that second team playing, um, especially with them not having a an MPC or a Curry Cup sort of level for them to, for the for the extra for the second sort of tier of international players to play uh, during the second half of the year. Um, so um, that'll be uh, good for that one. LB, um, thank you for letting me know that Tonga rested some players the Rugby World Cup qualifier, uh, which would have impacted that Samoa-Tonga game um, there on that one. Um, the um, So, yeah, so that's the uh, uh, how things were. Um, Simon points out Tonga was leading their match. We were at halftime 10-18, but they scored no points in the second half. Um, as uh, um, Samoa scored 24 unanswered points uh, in that uh, after after the whistle or after the after half time after after oranges um, in uh, that one and so yes yeah, so Hong Kong playing Tonga in two weeks time um, for that one um, the, uh, for, for the for that Rugby World Cup qualifier uh, that, um, that that, that uh, Tonga was uh, talking about on that one. Um, so there you go. That's a wrap up of all of the rugby from um, last weekend. Um, some of the talking points, the cards. I've got no problems with any of the cards uh, that were that were given out, um, and uh, the mess up by the All Blacks around how and who you replace um, on of these um, uh, on these uh, in those games. That kind of stuff has to be sorted out. Uh, we do need simplification of the laws and rules so people know what's going on. Because um, at the moment, it's just too um, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just too, uh, uh, it's just too complicated for for, for, for casual, even um, hardcore fans to know um, what's going on or to understand why or who um, can, um, can can go. So um, that stuff needs to be sorted out, and uh, uh, those sort of mess ups shouldn't be uh, definitely should not um, be happening. Uh, look, hope you all enjoy your um, your rugby. I'll be honest. Um, I've said so. Some other things here. Uh, actually, um, Johan asked me, um, do I think that um, uh, uh, that uh, um, oh, I think he asked me whether, whether I think whether, whether Foster. I think it was him that was asking me whether I think Foster should be should be sacked. Look, um, looking, at, we're less than a year away now from the uh, Rugby World Cup, or we're about twelve months away ish, uh, slightly more actually, it's 40 or so, um, but there are very, very um, few um, uh, uh, games left for uh, co- a new coach if he was to um, come in. A similar thing, uh, we've already had um, Farrell talking after that uh, uh, Mary All Blacks game, that the reason they had those two extra Mary All Blacks games because they wanted extra games to see players and give players experience. Um, that's the only reason that uh, those games are happening is because COVID has cut out so many games and we're so close to the, to the Rugby World Cup. So, um, look, uh, I think it's too late to be changing players. Um, something similar was asked about um, Townsend uh, after their first after their first game against Argentina on a um, Scottish pod, Rugby podcast I was listening to today. Now, obviously, those those um, comments um, would be um, gone uh, by now. So. Um, yeah, let's just be honest. It's not um, uh, that, that, uh, that they were saying it's too late to be changing coaches. So, look, I don't think it would be fair to bring in Scott Robertson. Or if you did bring him in, you have to be like a five-year contract, say he'd have the whole of the next Super Rugby cycle, the next World Cup cycle as well, um, irrelevant of what happens at the Rugby World Cup. Um, but um, I don't think um, changing uh, Ian Foster is is going to happen. I don't think the uh, New Zealand Rugby... Um, Blazers would do so. Look, he's one of the, he's definitely one of the in crowd, um, Hanson's boy, um, and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, don't think that'll be, that'll be happening. Um, do I think the box will be wise if they made Johan Ackerman their new head coach after the uh, Rugby World Cup? Um, look, I think that um, uh, the Ackerman is a is, is 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 a really good coach. Looking at what he did, uh, particularly at the uh, the Lions, it wasn't quite so successful with um, uh, Gloucester. Um, let's be honest, um, but um, uh, I don't know if they'll actually. You don't have to change a coach every four years, right? Um, so uh, will Johan Neymar be given another four years? Um, let's see if he hasn't had a full four years this time. Probably really, when you think about the COVID and stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if they perhaps stuck um, with the uh, the same coach if he has a good rugby a World Cup. Um, but um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't be anti um, Ackerman um, being there. Um, that's I mean that is for sure. Um, Simon in the live chat said Scott Robertson, uh, Scott Robertson, sorry, uh, has no international rugby experience. He should coach another country before coaching the All Blacks. Look, <laughs> you might think that, but. It, uh, um, if he does not get the All Blacks coaching job for 2024, um, I would um, uh, be, uh, yeah, I would be amazed. He's, he's I think Razor's definitely going to be the uh, the uh, news, the All Blacks head coach um, after the Rugby World Cup. Um, the only thing that could possibly stop that is if Foster was to win the Rugby World Cup. And I'm not sure even that's enough um, for him to keep his job post Rugby World Cup, to be um, honest with you. 
Um, Johan Rugby says he give a Razor a 15-year uh, contract um, with the All Blacks. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, let's be honest, that would be a, a silly um, thing to um, to do. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up there, folks. Uh, yeah, look, it was a bit of a heavy one for me um, at the uh, weekend, so I did not, um, so not as prepared or not seen as much rugby um, as I was expecting for this one. Um, next weekend, uh, I'm not sure yet whether I'll be uh, at more club rugby because even though YEBs did lose um, their semi-final, they go into a third, fourth playoff. Um, we're seeing whether we can get a team together for that for the McDonald's Cup um, there. Um, I don't think it's uh, McDonald's as in the... Uh, um, as in the fast food chain, um, that yeah, maybe half time uh, Big Macs for everybody, um, to even things up maybe and to slow the backs down. But, um, the uh, all checking aside, uh, look, um, there's a cracking, cracking um, set of games coming up. Um, uh, obviously, on Tuesday night, which is tomorrow night, we've got the Mary All Blacks versus Ireland, uh, and then next weekend, the uh, the final games of the series between New Zealand, Ireland. Australia, England, South Africa, Wales, and Argentina, Scotland, Georgia uh, get the opportunity to back up their win over um, Italy against Portugal, uh, and then Uruguay um, versus Romania is the uh, second game in their series. The other one happened um, at the early hours this morning, New Zealand time. So, um, a uh, definitely another cracking round um, of, of um, rugby championship versus Six Nations games um, there. Um, for that one. Um, Simon letting us know that the uh, Mary All Blacks game versus Ireland is on free-to-air with Prime TV here in New Zealand. So, um, so yes, uh, on that one. And LB says, uh, get over that hangover, my guy. Yes, um, the older you get, the slower, it the longer it takes to get over those hangovers. And it probably doesn't help walking home at uh, one or two o'clock um, in the morning. Um, let's uh, be honest about, uh, about that one. So, Thank you, everybody, uh, and uh, look forward to talking to you again at 8 p.m. on Monday evening for the uh, Driving More Show. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 